Welcome to the Octo Podcast, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, week six is upon us. We are here. We start off with another banger of a week six. Not um, these uh, these uh, prime games getting a little sketchy now. Back to back weeks, we had two weeks in a row. These Thursday night games have not. Uh, it's not quite the the barn burners we expected. You know, Denver and Indy it was just terrible. Um, but I mean, we had been spoiled early on that Bengals Dolphins one. You know, of course, two will get hurt, but it was a good start. Uh, but the Bears-Commanders Bears game, while it in, in its entirety was not um, the, the most great, you know, it wasn't one of the top games you're going to see, but the ending, man, was wild. There, there was a lot to it towards the end. For me, this game started and ended with the Bears in the red zone. It was all about the Bears in the red zone. I mean, this game could have, should have been... I won't even say could have, because this game truthfully should have been blown wide open. Um, multiple times the Bears had gotten to the red zone. They had gotten stopped. They had the interception. Um, and then on the last drive, I, they were a centimeter away from winning the game. Darnell Mooney catches it initially. It's a touchdown. Granted, it is a tough catch. I will give that to him. It was a very tough catch. Both catches. The one that Pettis had before. And, and Pettis, I don't know what's with that guy. Got to catch the ball, man. He's still he's still having drops. I mean, it's seven targets for, with four receptions, but he he did have another big drop. Um, this guy's got he, he he can't be one of your big guys, and he drops. And where is Cole Komet? Cole Komet coming in this season was looking like a promising young tight end in this league, like a bona fide possible star, and he comes and gets one. For 15 yards, he's got 10 catches for 116 yards through six weeks. That's not good. I mean, that's a guy that needs to be involved. If I'm Chicago, I'm finding ways to get Cole Komet involved because you, you can't. You, for my money, I'm not relying on Dante Pettis. He just he's, it's not consistent enough for me. But he goes up in the play before Mooney's drop. He almost makes a crazy catch, uh, but couldn't hold in. And I'm not gonna. Uh, get on for that one because that one was a, a tough catch but again Mooney was the, just that short but if, you, if you're the Bears fans you can't look at that one play and be like that's why we lost no the reason why you guys lost is you lost to a team that you sh should have blown out of the water um you had a you know the pick not Fields fault that's gonna go on his his stat sheet but that's not it wasn't his fault it went just went off a, a dude's helmet and up in the air I mean it sh shit happens but uh as, as far as just not being able to I mean that that red zone area is something teams practice all the time because they practice that two point conversion. So they have always have a set amount of plays that they feel good about. How you can't get in from that close and you got a really good, uh, you know, run run game. Uh, you know, Fields had 88 yards rushing. Herbert had 75 on seven carries. That's a 10.7 average. And Montgomery's got 67 on 15 carries. That's still a 4.5 average. And you're telling me you couldn't get the ball in from that far out at any time on that on that drive they got stuffed? I mean, give the man, give one of these guys the ball, run a read option, make the defense uh, uh, 
attack and choose who they're going to go after and, and, and let Fields make a play on it. So this one was kind of just, if you're a Bears fan, you, you, this is a game where if your season doesn't turn out the way you want it to, you look back at a game like this where you should have won, and you go, it just wasn't there for us. And it wasn't one incident. It was a case study of overtime. All these all these blunders that they've, ha they've had. You know, you look back at the Vikings game. Some say you, you should win that game if you hang on to the ball. Now you come to this game and you're losing a game. Yeah, again, you should lose. So if you're a Bears fan, you should just... It's almost like a punch to the gut. Both games. It's it, being that close to victory. And, you know, it's all it takes in this league. Anybody can beat anybody at any time in this league. And that's what makes it fun. But uh, definitely a game that Chicago should have won. 100%. Um, should have won this game. Uh, but the commanders come out with it. And that might be the first pick on... on um, Typically, we've been good on those week six picks. Not the, not this week, um, but yeah, they got to pull out with that one. They, that's that's one Chicago's got to pull out, pull out the win for here. Now on to the picks for this week, week six. We got uh, good good picks coming. We got some good games coming up here uh, this week. Got got a lot of good games. Um, you know, just taking a gander. Bills, Chiefs will be a fun one. Cowboys, Eagles should be a good one. Um, Low-key, the Ravens, Giants will be a good one, I, I think. Uh, Saints and Bengals kind of match up pretty well. I like that matchup. Um, so plenty of good games this week to tune into. You, you can't go wrong uh, well, any week watching football. I mean, even these Thursday night games. Hell, I'm still watching them, dude. Great finish. Uh, first week, we got the... The 49ers and the Falcons, and um, this one's a tough matchup for, for Atlanta. This this 49ers defense, the way they're rolling lately coming into this one. It is a home game for Atlanta, but uh, gu just gut, I got to go with the 49ers. Um, just that defense is going gonna, is gonna to throw a lot of fits, and I know Atlanta did really good against uh, a, a Tampa Bay defense that might be playing better, but I just... With no Cordell Patterson, you've seen how how much harder it is for this offense to kind of get going. We do get Kyle Pitts hopefully back this this game. Uh, I believe he is gonna just the way these two just the way these two teams are kind of coming into this thing. Um, you know, the the 49ers kind of getting themselves on track here, um, and, and I think it can get be close. I think this will play close. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Atlanta's gonna get blown out, but I just. For me, the, the the factor is, um, you know, another week of another great defense. I just think they're gonna find ways to get pressure on Mariota and just make it hard on him. Uh, even at home, I think at home makes this game a lot tighter. But, uh, you know, Forty ers are coming off two wins. You know, against the Rams, division rival, that was a huge win for them. They just smoked Carolina. Um, so I, they're kind of in that. They're kind of picking. They're getting their groove now. They're kind of finding themselves. And Atlanta's still, you know, with these injuries to a, a very key player in Cordell Patterson. Um, I, I, th I think uh, I think it's going to be just tough, tough day for Atlanta. Just kind of like last week, but you know, it takes so long. It took so long for Atlanta to get going. They can't. They can't keep playing behind like they did and try to catch up against teams, especially elite teams. It, it does not work. Won't happen that way. So I give the edge to the 49ers this week on this one. Tough, tough to do, but got to do it. Got to go with him on that one. Uh, Patriots-Browns. This one to me is going to be told. Uh, 
a big statement was made last week, I think. You know, you have one of the teams like the Detroit Lions who've been scoring at will against anybody and everybody. And the Patriots' defense didn't allow a single point. So that was kind of eye-opening for me. Uh, I always have known Bill Belichick is kind of like how I view Lovey Smith. is always going to have you in the right places on defense doing the right things. That's just where they, they, they shine at. Um, so... With the uh, with the Browns coming in, they they've they're just not it's just not enough from Jacoby Brissett to get them going. Um, this is uh just it, the way they're coming into it that Jacoby Brissett just can't seem to really, you know I I think he's one of the best backups, but I just think he's not and and it, and you don't know with the Patriots offense, but I mean they just if they get that run game going and. And can find a way to do that, and you see how what Atlanta Atlanta did to the Cleveland. Um, that Stevenson kid for the Patriots has been doing pretty. St Stevenson, I believe. Uh, let me let me get this right. Let me not just you know. And wow, Cleveland is favored by seventy five percent. That is kind of you know, it's kind of shocking to me. I I guess I understand why you know the the Browns defense, and and I can see this and. You know, more I talk about it, I'm kind of convincing myself into the Browns. But uh, I just think their defense, to me, the way they put up a, you know, they've played, they played Green Bay great in overtime. It wasn't a blowout in Miami when Miami was at full strength. Uh, to me, I just think they can limit Cleveland's offense enough, get some takeaways. I like the Patriots in this matchup. I, I it seems like no one else does. Uh, favorited Browns, but. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the the Patriots. They 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 made a mark on me last week after how they played. <clears throat> Jets Packers, uh, Jets coming in with a win. They they're playing great. Them young guys getting it going. Um, Green Bay uh, hiccup against the the Giants over in London. Uh, with all that though, even even knowing all that, still gonna have to go with the Packers. I, I like the Packers. I think they they're gonna they're gonna figure it out this week. Kind of get back on track. Um, maybe. Maybe a little lax. Maybe going over to to London kind of changes things. But coming back home against the Jets, I like them. Um, I don't. I think they blow the Jets out. To be honest, I think they're gonna come back and, and be like, "All right, we need to get this going. Rogers gonna get these guys going." Uh, I think they get the running game going more. Darren Jones kind of feed that that beast the way he's been playing. He's been playing great. Um, I believe he leads the league in. in in yards per carry with 6.7, I want to say. Was that the stat I had, had read on Aaron Jones? Um, his average is 6.4, so he was fourth. At one point, I believe he was number one, maybe after last week. Kind of went down. Um, but a 6.4 average, give the guy the ball. He's giving you six yards. What's the rule in, in, in football? If you get four, three yards every play, it's a first down. You know, you go for it. So if you get four yards, the dude's getting six. That's two plays. You get a first down. Give him the fucking ball, man. I know you want Rodgers. You know, I know Rodgers is a two-time MVP and he's playing great. But um, at the same time, when you got a good running game, I, I don't see why not attack that and make your passing game even better. Allow these guys to get help these receivers get a little more separation with the play action. Bring them linebackers up and and maybe get some find some gaps in the defense and that's in a zone. <clears throat> but I, I, I like uh, I really do. I, I like the Packers to get back on track here against the Jets. Um, 
Jags Colts. This one for me is just a straight coin toss. I have no idea. I don't know what to expect. Both these teams are so inconsistent, so just out of nowhere. I mean, you got the Jags who are winning games, but then they lose against the Texans. Um, I mean, they played Philly great. They beat the Chargers. They've already beaten the Colts. I forgot these teams have already played. Wow, they played twice already. So their second week, uh, they lost to the Colts 24 nothing. But it's a different Jags team, but at the same time, is it? I don't know, but I also don't buy stock into the Colts um, with how they've been playing. You know, they got a tie. They Excuse me. Read that wrong. Jacksonville has already won 24-0 against the Colts. They've already smashed the Colts. Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> looking at that wrong. But then you get the Colts. They beat the Chiefs. Then they lose to the Titans. I mean, I don't know what I'm getting. They they barely beat Denver by never scoring. No one even scores a touchdown, and they win. So I don't know what to expect between these Colts. And I don't know what I'm getting. It's like it's like flipping a pancake, and you're like, you don't know what side it's going to land on, right? Like, you want it to get on that side that hasn't been cooked yet because you want to cook that side. But, you know, with a flip, you don't know. You just, it could land on the fuck. It could stick to the goddamn ceiling and get a tie like week one. I don't know. So with the Colts, I'm a, it's just concerning. At least with Jacksonville, I've seen where their defense has played. You know, the proof's in the pudding. Their defense has played great before. I like how they've played great against Philly. But then again, you could say the Colts have beaten Kansas City. So how do you stack that up? But then you, so then the deciding fact for me is going to be that they've already beat the Colts 24-0. And I know you can't look at one game and compare it to the next. But... I, it's just as close as this is. I'm going Duval, and I know that could bite me, but you never know. Those see this two inconsistent teams. You just you just don't know what to expect. Vikings, Dolphins. This one's a shame. Um, we're not still not seeing the Dolphins at full strength. Uh, no Tua, no Teddy. So that's Skylar Thompson starting, and just simply for that factor, I'm not going to pick the Dolphins. I have to pick the Vikings. Um, they come off a great win. They're rolling. They're four and one. Um, even though I don't buy stock into them, they are winning games, and you can't really you can't really say much when the teams when a team's winning games. So uh, shout out to the Vikings. They're 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 doing the damn thing. Top of the division looks like they could really run away with it if Green Bay can lose and and you know they win. Chicago's blundering apart. Uh, I don't know if Detroit's going to be able to turn anything around at this point. You know, playing as great as they are, it's awesome, but. No wins. So I, I like the Vikings in this one. I don't think it's going to be close. I don't think, you know, the line is at three that they're favored. I don't buy that for one fucking... This game is a blow... I, I, don't, know, I don't know how this game's not a blowout with Skylar Thompson at quarterback for the Dolphins. And that's no disrespect to, to Skylar Thompson. We just don't know who, what he is. He and, and comes in in a tough spot last week and, you know, it wasn't terrible, but... <clears throat> It's hard to win games with your third-string quarterback in this league, period. It's hard to win games with your first-string quarterback, let alone trying to get a third-string quarterback out there and win you a game. So I, I, can't, I can't, in my right mind, pick the Dolphins. Um, uh, I don't know if anybody besides Dolphins fans are picking the Dolphins on this one. Uh, the game I had highlighted I thought that might be a fun matchup. Uh, we got Bengals-Saints. Um <clears throat> Both of these teams coming in, you know, I think a lot of these, both these teams had a little more hype to them coming into this this season and didn't expect themselves to be sitting at two and three. I know if you're the Bengals, 
uh, you don't know. You, you really got to figure out what's going on with this thing because you, you're just not winning games. And, and the games they have won, I don't know how much credit you can give them. They beat Miami when, you know, that game on Thursday night when Tua went out and Teddy came, came in. So that kind of changed that landscape of that game. You then beat the Jets when out. When, with Joe Flacco at quarterback, and I know he had played somewhat decent, but they lost all their games with him. So uh, Then you, you had lost to Dallas in a, in a close game, and they lost to the Steelers in week one. So if that's not an eye-popping thing, I don't know what is. Uh, but on the flip side, you got the Saints who've come in. And their, their case has been they have not been healthy, whether it's been Jameis Winston, whether it's been uh, Kamara, Michael Thomas, now Jarvis Landry's a little dinged up. I mean... They're just so banged up, they can't really get into a rhythm, and that's tough. You know, you got to have Andy Dalton come in. Then you got Taysom Hill coming in. To me, to me, I would throw the reins at Taysom Hill because what do you have to lose? You know, if Jameis isn't coming back right now, and he's not 100%, you know what you have in Andy Dalton, and you know it. it's just, to me, they won that game because of Taysom Hill. They didn't win that game because of Andy, Andy Dalton. So... You know, they lost three straight, and Taysom Hill kind of got them back on track. To me, Taysom Hill is more of a threat. He's deadlier, throws more uh, throws more at the defense that they're going to have to handle and and can overwhelm them, and he's capable of throwing the ball. He threw a touchdown pass. So, I mean, if, I, if I'm New Orleans, I, I want this guy starting the rest of the year until Winston comes back, and even if Winston comes back, I don't know. But, uh, I mean, you, you got Jarvis Landry, Deontay Hardy, Michael Thomas and Chris Olave and and all questionable. That's four receivers questionable and your starting quarterback. Yikes! I gotta go with the Bengals on this one. I think this this could be a game where the Bengals get come back and 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 really uh hopefully get things going for them. But it is gonna be at home. It is gonna be tough. But I, I like the Bengals just because the injuries with the Saints is uh it's getting alarming. If, if you're a Saints fan, next we got Ravens Giants. Um, Never thought this would be a game. I'd be like, this is going to be a really good one. And, and the Giants are st still not getting any respect at all. Um, they're not even close to being favored. They're five and a half point underdogs. They're given 33% chance to win this game, which that just seems ludicrous after they just beat the Packers. I don't know what more else you could do to prove yourself if, you, if you're the New York Giants. You're four and one. You are not playing great. Saquon's playing outstanding. But you're also dealing with injuries to your receiving core. It's depleted. So, uh, that, that, I mean, they, they just they just got to get healthy at that receiving core for the Giants. I'm going to see now if there is any updates on Kadarius Toney. Um, last time I checked, you know, uh, I don't know if he was still had been updated yet. So, that's the big concern for me is the receiving course. You know, Kenny Galladay, he, he did not participate in Thursday's practice. He's questionable. Um, Kadarius Tony did not practice Thursday. He's questionable. That's not good. Um, the only one that was he, Wandell Robinson was limited, uh, but, but did get to practice. So, they, tough break for these guys at receiver. Um, I think it just makes it difficult for him. I think the Ravens are going to throw a lot at these guys, and I know the it's the former the former uh, defensive coordinator, old Wink Martindale. Maybe he tries to get these guys fired up on defense. I think they're just eventually going to overwhelm them. But who knows more about Lamar than Wink Martindale? 
Maybe he knows the sauce to stop these guys. This could be a really, really fun matchup just for that factor because who else, who better to find a way to stop Lamar Jackson than uh, in this offense than the Giants and their old defensive coordinator. So I think this will play out really well for a, a fun matchup, but ultimately I, I give the Ravens a, the slight edge in this one. I think it's a lot closer than anybody else is, is kind of giving it right now, on, at least on ESPN. Uh, I, I like them a little bit in a a little bit closer of a game, to be honest. It could go down in the wire. A hell of a fun matchup if you're going to watch that at the noon o'clock hour. Um, uh, next, we got Bucks Steelers. This one to me is simple. Uh, Bucks all day. Uh, my only advice, if I'm the Steelers, uh, just don't touch Brady. Um, you get close to start barking at him or hollering at him, but God, don't touch him, man. It's not worth it. It'll cost you a game. You might even get suspended and and kicked out of the league if, if you do if you do anything like that so my 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 hearts go out to the Steelers defense because they got their hands full just knowing that Brady's at quarterback they're not going to be allowed to touch him tackle him sneeze on him um you know god forbid they're in a you know five foot radius within them that that could be means of, of roughing the passer we might need hopefully I just hope the refs have their flags on standby for Brady because I, you just don't want to see him get touched. I mean, any other quarterback, fair game, blasts him to hell. But, you know, not Brady, man. we got to make sure at all costs he doesn't get touched. So, uh, it's going to be a hard uphill battle for the, you know, I don't know how you, you can really play defense without tackling if you're the Steelers. But uh, you're going to have to find a way. You know, maybe try to funnel everybody to the out of bounds. You know, funnel people to the sidelines. Just give up the don't give up the middle. Give up the out of bound the the, the the hash markers and the sidelines and and just push them out of bounds. But also, you you can't push them too hard. You know that's a penalty for a late hit. So it, it's going to be a real uphill battle for, for the Steelers. That's why I can't pick them. You know, not being able to tackle on defense is going to be hard. Not being able to to do anything. It's just it's it's going to be tough against Brady and, and this Bucks team. You know. They might have a, a shot at home. It might help a little bit. Um, you know, what crew they're going to get could help as well. So hopefully they get a decent, you know, you know, senile ref that, you know, doesn't realize Brady's the quarterback, and maybe that gives them a shot. But other than that, the Steelers are probably going to get blown out by 75 just because, you know, this this new these new rules protecting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. So... It's going to be tough, but so I, I the spread says minus nine. You know they're favorites. The Bucks are favored by nine. I got to believe that's number is truthfully going to come up to about forty. Um, you know just because of how this game will be officiated and just a uphill battle for the the Steelers. So I, I got to go with the Bucks all day on that one. Panthers Rams to kick off the old 305 hour. This one's, you know, Matt Rule being fired, no Baker. I don't give the Panthers a shot in hell. Unfortunately, Panthers fans, it's just, you know, you know it. I know it. This is uh, this one's gonna be bad, and and not even a particularly good Rams team. Both Super Bowl teams look like doo doo. They're both two and three. Um, so the bigger story is just. You know, what's going to happen with the Panthers organization? Every game is now, oh, I mean, I don't know where they go from here in this season. It's just kind of a 
seems to be a lost season already for them, and that's tough. And with Baker, I thought they had a real shot at this thing, but this this will be a tune-up game more, more than likely for the Rams to be able to, to get get on this and, and do it. Uh, so I I just think it's not going to be real close here for for them. They're gonna they're gonna blow this thing out. Um, and really, I don't think Carolina has a true shot without Baker Mayfield. Even with Baker, they didn't have much of a chance. So we'll see what happens without. Next, we got the Cards and Seahawks. Cardinals taking on the Seahawks division matchup. Um, this is gonna be a fun one to me, just because I the Cardinals are a little sketchy right now. The Seahawks are playing above where they're supposed to be. You know, look at their last two games: forty-eight to forty-five against Detroit, thirty-nine to thirty-two to lose against the Saints. And that's with you know, Geno Smith has been playing out of his mind. He's thrown he threw two beautiful dimes to Tyler Lockett in that Saints game. It was just a thing of fucking beauty, man. Um, and the Cardinals, you know, they, they're, you know, coming off the loss of Philly, the tough loss. Everyone gave, you know, harping on uh, Kyler Murray for the slide, and they missed the field goal to tie it. And, you know, they, they beat Carolina, lost to the Rams. They, you know, their, their track record is up and down, kind of like Jacksonville and the Colts. It's hard to really see where they're going and, and, and understand what they're doing and trying to get going. And I know with D-Hop, that'll maybe change things here when he gets back. But um, And I think that's next week he gets to come back. But either way, it's going to be a tough battle. I, I like for an upset pick this week. I almost picked this, the Seahawks, but I'm going to give the edge to the Cardinals. I think they find a way to get this win, even with the Seahawks, how they've been playing at home. It, it, it will be interesting. That's what that was almost the deciding factor. Them being at home and playing as well as they are, I think those fans are going to really get behind him. I see the Seahawks win this game, but I also see the, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Gut says Cards. I'm going to stick with Cardinals. We're going to go with Cardinals. This one's tough for me, man. I, I've been going back and forth on this pick, and I'm trying to get my picks. We have not been doing so out on the picks, and we didn't start off this week well. So we're we're trying to get back into it. I almost went for the gutsy Seahawks pick, but we're going to take the Cards and this one. And then you got the, the the 325 game that everyone's going to be watching. Bills, Chiefs. Oh, this is going to be a fucking fun one, man. This is going to be beautiful. Both teams playing excellent football coming into this one. You know, the Bills coming in against a, just a, a crazy game against the Steelers. Uh, just, just blowing them out. The Chiefs got a, got a, out of there against the Raiders last week on Monday night again. Uh, and and got a win in a, in a really crazy game that they almost lost. Had Devontae Adams got his foot down, they would have lost that game. So it, it, these teams are going to – it's going to be a fun one. There's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of offense, but there's also going to be a lot of good defense. Um, where the edge kind of goes for me is that Bills defense. I look at that Bills defense, and they're the great equalizer. You know, anyone that can play offense – has to have a good defense too if they're playing Buffalo because Buffalo has a hell of a defense and they also got a hell of an offense. So it's like which one's going to be, you know, they have the best of both. That's where they, they differ, differentiate here between these two teams. I think this is going to be a fucking absolute barn burner of a game. Um, I expect nothing less than that. Uh, you got Josh Allen playing at MVP level. Mahomes kind of getting this thing going. They're kind of figuring out who they are without post Tyreek Hill and you know with Juju and all these guys and and they're, and they're both playing hell really good fucking offense you know Buffalo averaging 30.4 points per game 
the Chiefs averaging 31.8. Like I said, where I give the edge to Buffalo is at a fucking whopping 12.2. And i got to imagine that's got to be one of the top ones, if not top. And the Chiefs are at 25. So the Chiefs are giving up 25 points a game against a team that averages 30. Both teams average 30. One defense gives up 25. One gives up 12. For that reason, uh, I'm going Buffalo all day. I love Buffalo. If I have to say now, they're definitely the Super Bowl favorites. I had picked L.A., the Chargers, but kind of seeing how the season's turned out, I, I got the Bills going to the Super Bowl as long as they stay healthy. Um, but this is going to be a fun one. You're not going to want to miss that one. And to be followed by Sunday night, uh, the game, this is going to be a, another hell of a game. You got the Cowboys and the Eagles. An early test of this division for two teams that are uh, uh, Cowboys at 4-1, and one, Eagles at 5-0. and oh. Another game that's going to be going to be damn good you know damn well when these two teams play it gets it gets wild and then the, the shit talking starts um and it's gonna be fun you are n- definitely don't want to miss this sunday night game this is going to be an absolute fun matchup and i don't like either of these teams i don't can't stand the eagles i can't stand the cowboys but goddamn, they make for some good fucking football let me tell you whether you like these teams or not they're both playing at a high level it's a four division. It really means something that if the Cowboys can get this, they can, you know, get top of that division. Sitting at five and one, they'll be tied with the Eagles, and they'd have the tiebreaker. So this is a real opportunity without Dak, the way they've been playing. To, to, to you know, when Dak does come back, hey man, we're at the top of the division. Couldn't couldn't have held it down for you any better. Couldn't have handled it any better for you. So. Um, I like the Eagles in this one just because this is how they're playing. I love what they're doing. I think, you know, Eagles, Bills could be our Super Bowl. If I had to pick, it's Eagles, Bills at the Super Bowl. Just, their defense is great for the Eagles. Their offense is great. Um, they got so many weapons with Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. That running game's going. Hurts can run. He's smart. He makes great decisions. Doesn't really turn the ball over. Whereas, in you know, and you look at Dallas, they're playing fucking amazing defense. Lights out defense. Dan Quinn's got them boys fucking rolling. And and the offense, Cooper Rush is holding the thing down, man. He's averaging 20. He gets you about 23 to 25 points a game. Um, and that's where it's going to have to step up. The Eagles average 27 points a game. The Cowboys have not scored more than 25 in a game. So that's where I'm kind of going with this thing. You know, uh, the Eagles aren't really, you know, they, they haven't, they haven't, you know, put up more than 29 once, more than once. So it's not like they're putting up crazy, crazy numbers, but that seems to be that lucky number seems to be 27. And the Cowboys have not hit it. Um, and I don't think this will be the first week they do. So I, I give this one slightly to the Eagles, but man, it's going to be fun. And is it going to be good? Uh, last one, though, we do close out with the Broncos Chargers. Broncos Chargers. Um, Two, we got a two and three Broncos team, three and two Chargers team. Uh, division matchup. Herbert's kind of getting, you know, back to playing great. They're they're back to going again, two wins in a row over Cleveland and Houston. Um, flip side, Denver's coming in two losses to De- to the Raiders and to the Colts. So, and they they were not putting up any points. Uh, this one's to me the. It is. I mean, the Broncos are wild, man. There's something else. 
They average 15 points a game. They're allowing 16. What the fuck? Uh, and then the Chargers, they are, they're, they're averaging 24. Giving up 27. So, signs of some teams struggling right now. Uh, but this could be the game, you know, Chargers rolling. I like them to come in, get three in a row, get going. Uh, their defense will limit Denver. Uh, Russell Wilson's going to be under under a lot of pressure. Just between Mac and Bosa. And, or, no, Bosa is out. Uh, is Bosa, Bosa still out, correct? Uh, expect to be eight to ten weeks. Yeah, so he's out for a while. But I, I still think I like their defense a lot better. Um, to, to get to Russ and, and really put pressure on him. So I'm going to go with the Chargers on this one uh, to, to to do this. So just to break it down for you, I got uh, the, the Bears over the Commanders, 49ers over Falcons, Patriots over Browns, Packers over the Jets, Jags over Colts, Vikings over Dolphins, Bengals over the Saints, Ravens over the Giants, Bucks over the Steelers, Rams over the Panthers, Cardinals over the Seahawks, Bills over Chiefs, Eagles over Cowboys, and Chargers over the Broncos. Now, with that being all said, we have a special guest picker coming in. Terrell. How do you do, good sir? How do you do? Good. You're good? So we're going to go ahead and uh, you ready to make these picks for the week? All right, I'm going to go through all these games and you tell me who you think is going to win. And we're going to see who does better. And if he does better than me, if you do better than me, yeah. you're making all my picks from now on. All right? <laughs> so we're going to see. We're, I just want to put a theory out. I've been stinking on my picks. So let's get a, maybe a, a, a bona fide expert here. So we're going to go through these games, and you tell me who you think is going to win. Okay. So we got Uncle Mike's team, the 49ers, versus my team, the Falcons. Okay. Who do you think is going to win, 49ers or Falcons? Falcons. You like the Falcons? Yes. All right. Why do you, why you think the Falcons? Because I... Just like them. Like them a little more? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Fair enough. Uh, pa- the Patriots and the Browns. Who do you think so in that one? Browns. You like the Browns in this one? Yep. Okay. Now we got we got the Jets and the Packers. Packers. You like the Packers versus the Jets? Yep. Okay. Uh, Jags, Colts. Who do you got? Jags. You're picking Jags? Yep. You, of all people, are picking the Jags? Yep. I thought you thought the Jags were terrible. Mm-mm. Not anymore? You kind of changed on your opinion on the Jags? Yep. Okay, you hear that, Duval fans? He's, he's lightening up on you. Um, Vikings versus the Dolphins. Dolphins. I should have known better than that. But Dolphins quarterbacks hurt. You think Skylar Thompson is going to be good enough to do it? Yep. You think he'd come in and win this thing? You hear that, Dolphins fans? Keep your head high. Got confidence in Skylar Thompson over here. So you like the upset over the Vikings. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, Bengals versus Saints. Who are we thinking? Bengals. You like the Bengals in this one? Yep. All right. Fair enough. Ravens versus Giants. Ravens. Ravens. You like the Ravens? Yeah. Yeah, I went with Ravens on that one, too. I think they're, you know, the Giants are looking good this year, though. Yep. They're, they're a lot better. Uh, Bucks, the Buccaneers versus the Steelers. Steelers. Oh, you like the Steelers in an upset on this one, huh? Yep. Okay, interesting. We got some upset picks here. Uh, Panthers versus the Rams. Rams. You like the Rams? That's Papa's team. Picking the Rams, huh? Yep. Cardinals versus the Seahawks. Two of your favorite teams. 
Cardinals. You're gonna go Cardinals? Yep. Ooh, okay, Cardinals. Uh Bills versus Chiefs. It's gonna be probably the best game all week. Chiefs. Who? Chiefs. I didn't mean the Chiefs. <laughs> the Chiefs? Yeah. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Oh, okay, so we got the Chiefs. Chiefs being the Bills. Um, Eagles versus the Cowboys. I like Cow it. Cowboys. Oh, how about them Cowboys? He's got the Cowboys, folks. Uh-oh. So Cowboys over the Eagles. And then the last one, Broncos versus the Chargers. Chargers. You like the Chargers. All right. So we got all that done. All your picks. We're going to see if you your picks are better than my picks. If they are, you're picking all the games from now on. You got it? I got it. All right. All right. So those are all the games for this week. Looks like we got some fun one. We got some good stuff. Uh, we'll be back with you guys uh, to break down all these games and, and, and any any news stories. I know we've been kind of targeting mostly on these uh, football games, but uh, I kind of do want to jump in, you know, get back into these stories of what's going on with Dan Schneider and then his dirt and what's going on. There's a lot of stuff to be throwing around, and as he's – you know, we got we're in playoff baseball. We haven't talked much about that. We've just been grinding on this football, but uh, we're gonna try to get there, especially with basketball season coming up too. We're gonna be talking a lot more. It's gonna be a lot, a lot of fun stuff going on here. But as always, guys, love y'all. Have a good one. Peace. Welcome to the Octo Podcast, everybody.
Welcome to the Octo Podcast, everybody.